Hey gang, Talking Turley is back. Yay! And I'm here, your elitist professor, ready to dole out another hardcore lesson of political theory, lightly disguised as rank punditry. <laughs> you are not going to want to miss this. Art. For her part, Hillary Haley, uh, she continues to get tons of funding because she's getting it largely from Democrats, Dem particularly Democrat oligarchs who are desperately trying to make her the nominee of the Republican Party because they know bumbling Biden has politically collapsed, right? They're reading the writing on the wall. They see Biden losing with literally every single Democrat constituency. Biden is losing Latinos. Biden is losing blacks. Biden is losing women. Biden is losing the college graduates. He's losing the working class, both white and non-white. He's losing Arab Americans uh, in droves over his policies in the, in the Middle East. He's losing urban voters because of his incompetence at the southern border, right? Biden is literally hemorrhaging his own voter base. And our establishment elite recognize that no one with these approval ratings so low, we've never seen approval ratings so low. I mean, Jimmy Carter is skipping, well, kind of, uh, seeing this like, I'm no longer the lowest of the low. No one in Biden's poll position right now can pull this off no matter how many shenanigans they try to pull on election day again gang you have to get this this is so and again barris gets into this in the, our video later on today you, this is going to stun you the urban vote is now in play the urban vote is now in play we have the data on this Trump is eating away at the Democrat margins in the urban vote like no other Republican has ever done. Remember, Obama won with the non-white working class by a 70-point margin. Right now, as we speak, Biden has a 10-point margin. The urban vote has absolutely collapsed on Biden. And if the Democrats don't have the urban vote, if they don't have those 70-point margins, 80-point margins, they've literally got nothing. It's over. They've thrown all their eggs, their political eggs, in one urban cosmopolitan basket. And Trump, in particular, not DeSantis, not Haley, Trump is eating away at those otherwise colossal urban margins. And so Democrats recognize Biden is toast with Trump garnering a massive urban turnout together with a colossal exurban rural turnout. It doesn't matter what happens in the suburbs. It doesn't matter what happens among suburban women that DeSantis and the National Review crowd are so worried about. It doesn't matter. With a new coalition of MAGA urbanites and MAGA ruralites, Trump and MAGA become a supermajority. Democrats are seeing that. And so they're doing whatever they possibly can 
to try to thwart that supermajority, and yet still, they know, beat Biden, it's inevitable, by putting Hillary Haley in as the Republican nominee, so at least they can have a neocon in office. Neo so, <laughs> um, I thought I'd come in here because there's a number of things to say. Uh, this is one of the uh, calls I made uh, last year where a lot of people, I remember sitting in a conference at the Witten last year where I said, listen, guys, this was just after the um, the mugshot in Georgia. And I said, listen, when black guys see that mugshot, they will see themselves because so many of them have had the same mugshot, or whether it's in Georgia or some, some other, you know, uh, police station somewhere in America that when they look at when they see Trump with the mugshot they will recognize that he it's the same people who are arresting him are the same people who arrest them okay and and I remember sitting in a conference hall I was on a panel and uh, I said listen if Trump goes with this strategy we could see new dynamics at play within the next year where a lot of the uh, the black male vote goes to Trump and we could even see the scenario where if they try it on, if they try the shenanigans again, we could even get hashtag chimp for Trump. And I, 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 I laid that out and I was on a panel with several other prominent uh, YouTubers and commentators, all of whom looked at me as if I was completely insane. The entire room thought I was mad. And um, yet here we are <laughs> just a few months later and uh, you know, um, I hate to say I told you so, but there is actually a deeper, uh, a, a deeper uh, implications to this. And I was interested, like Turley has started putting out um, excerpts from his live streams where he gets questions from his audience. And I'm not going to play it here, but in another one of Turley's videos, a woman called Elizabeth, uh, old, an old MAGA voter, essentially, was concerned about whether allowing or accepting the um, urban crowd into the MAGA crowd would somehow change the character of what the MAGA movement um, is about. And Turley's answer, I thought, was a little bit copy because he was saying, "Well, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these black voters are kind of." conservative traditionalists like uh like him you know they don't like woke and you know they want a more kind of traditional outlook um i see really no evidence of that whatsoever and um uh if, if you want to see this in action the rapper little pump has unveiled a new tattoo featuring trump's mugshot on his thigh very conservative very traditional well, you can see the date. That's today, 31st of January. Um, uh, also, well-known traditionalist conservative Snoop Dogg has said he's got nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. You know, so he's changed his team. Um, another rapper who, uh, this woman here. She has come out as a Trump supporter. Now, I think Steve Turley would agree that none of the, like, whatever you say, maybe you, you think it's great that they're supporting Trump, these characters, but they are not traditionalists. 
They are not conservatives. Um, you know, they may have their own reasons for disliking the regime and, and seeing Trump on um, on their side now. But, you know, you, I think it's uh, it would be deeply uh, mistaken to see these people as uh, as uh, traditionalists. Now, it just so happens that I wrote uh, an article a while back. This was in May 2023 called MAGA as Fulfillment of the Kali Yuga. Now, I'm not, not going to read all of this out, but I thought it would be worth reading a couple of key passages um, to see just how much of what I was saying back then has actually come to pass. Um, I start the article. I say, let us consider the current political dichotomy. One side has strict hierarchy in which a small, unaccountable elite of technical experts and secular priests rule over numerous client groups whom they keep locked out of their gated communities. The client groups vote for them in numbers that would embarrass even the right-wing dictators of the 20th century as their social superiors check their shareholdings and make them promises like, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Everyone on this side of things is acutely aware of their social status and exercises a kind of Spartan discipline and self-denial to ensure that they fall in line. They openly disdain the democratic will of the people and see unregulated free markets as childish and outmoded. Instead, they argue that they know better and must steer the ship in the good name, uh, in the name of good governance. These people are committed to a view of the world that sees race uh, and selects for ethnic differences. Counterintuitively, although most of them are white, they ostensibly say that they are uh, for selecting against whites, even as they openly keep client groups out of their 98% white neighborhoods while comparing their political enemies to mid-century Germans. <laughs> now, you can hopefully you can recognize who I'm talking about there. Over on the other side, we find the great unwashed plebeian masses adorned in red caps and gaudy t-shirts chanting simple slogans and read aloud Read, led around by the nose by a demagogue who does virtually nothing to rewards their unwavering loyalty. They talk about such enlightenment themes as freedom and democracy and the true spirit of America being reflected in the fact that everyone is equal under the law, regardless of race, colour and creed. In this view, it is not that the American project is doomed to failure because of its inherently entropic egalitarian commitment to democracy it is that evil elites have betrayed the true spirit of liberal democracy which their more truly liberal and more truly democratic political movement will restore usa 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 they are the true inheritors of Martin Luther King Jr. and the gains made by the civil rights movement, not the evil racist elites who have become aristocratic and disconnected from what America is all about. These are the true inheritors of the allied powers of World War II and of Abraham Lincoln. Let's go back to an America where everyone can prosper regardless of their background. Let's go back to an America which truly judges people on the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. And uh, I'll just skip over to the very last uh, bit here 
because I think, uh, you know, it, it, hopefully with the um, include, in, inclusion of the so-called urban Americans, you can see what I'm saying a little bit more, more obviously. This way of thinking about the current predicament gives rise to some strange thoughts. Uh, for example, I voiced this on my recent appearance on the Alexandria podcast. That was with Dickie Spencer. What if life under the populace is even more intolerably degenerate than life under the regime? After all, Maggot is probably the most genuinely non-racist, pro-black, pro-LGBT, easygoing, and true 90s liberal movement ever to exist, aside from possibly the British Tory party since Boris Johnson. We have won our country back, cry a right wing, led exclusively by people like Carrie Lake and Caitlyn Jenner as the black Zuma in the MAGA hat posts a video of himself drinking Coca-Cola to a libs of TikTok video to 100,000 likes on Twitter. This is really what MAGA is in its core essence. Jerry Springer passed away recently, but his real legacy was MAGA and all its gauche, loud American awfulness. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Now, don't get me wrong. The elites are terrible and you should hate them to the core. But let's have a real think about what the other side stands for, who they are, what they want, and most importantly of all, which civilizational spirit they represent. It may be that the takeover of sub-90 IQ right-wing populists is a quote-unquote necessary stage in the cycle. Maybe. It may be that as the children of the ashes in deep winter MAGA is the only form our protest can take because we are incapable of anything else. Maybe. I foresee a time in the not-too-distant future when sensible centrists like me or people on the so-called dissident right more broadly find the MAGA crowd as tiresome and as insufferable as the woke lot. Open your eyes. It's already started to happen. In the end, we may have to make do with hoping for a higher class of manager because the alternative is even worse. That's what I wrote back in May 2023. Here we are now, just about to enter February 2024. And, you know, your MAGA voter. <laughs> I mean, you know. Anyway, let's see what Dr. Steve has to say. Neoliberals are basically the same breed. They're the same thing. So they don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican, right? Bill Crystal doesn't care if it's a Democrat or Republican, just as long as it's someone who faithfully served the values, interests, concerns of the establishment elite. Hey, gang, it's me, academic agent, and I can't wait to share with you some analysis of awesome conservative trends by Dr. Steve Turley. You are not going to want to miss this. But first, let me tell you about some of the great courses available at the academic agency. Top selling course there is something called the Trivium. That's Foundations of Writing, Foundations of Logic, and Foundations of Rhetoric in a three-in-one package. Many people, thousands of people have taken this course, and I've always had fantastic feedback for it. Buy it now.
from the academic agency. However, <laughs> more and more of that establishment elite are recognizing that that's absolutely a fool's errand. But by the way, I picked this particular video because Turley is absolutely nuts <laughs> in the second half of this. Uh, he's he must must have had like an extra coffee on this occasion because his energy is off the charts in this one. They are coming to terms with reality. There is no, and by the way, we should expect that particularly among our economic elite, our economic class, the CEOs of the finance world and so on. They're the ones who, they just, they have to deal with reality. They have to deal with numbers. They have to deal with bottom lines. And they're recognizing there is no way on earth Nikki, Hillary, Haley will come within even a thousand miles of the GOP nomination. And by implication, they are recognizing that Trump is on his way to taking back the White House decisively. Yeah. Listen to Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon is the CEO of JP Morgan. Listen to him shock CNBC pundits with his assessment of Trump. Great hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't containment is coming, folks. I'm telling you, it's coming fast and hard and you are going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. You are going to be like the guy here. That's the containment. And there's your face right up in the containment. You're going to fucking love it. Mark my words. Voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm -hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, Trade, China ta virus. Tax reform worked. Mm -hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't, I don't like no, what he no, did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like, but he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite well. And, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really, like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? And, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this. this Here we go. The adults are coming back. R.O. McIntyre sweat, sweating bullets as we speak, as the woke is going to be put away by people like this. It's going to be amazing. And all of you are going to love every single minute of it. Negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election oh, campaign. Let me translate all that for you, gang. All right. Let me translate that. He's so excited. <clears throat> Trump is going to kick Biden's ass. <laughs> and I, as the CEO of one of the major financial corporations in this nation, I have to make sure I position that corporation to into a favorable alignment with the new administration. That's what you just heard. That was that was a bunch of fancy schmancy way of saying one thing. Our forecasters at JP Morgan 
are predicting Trump is going to win this in a blowout. And he's not just going to win in a blowout. This is going to be an election like we've never seen. Biden is going to go the way of the Hindenburg. And I want to position J.P. Morgan in such a manner so as to continue to have as much favor from Washington as I can be given with this incoming new administration. There you go. That's that, uh, that. Those could have been subtitles, basically, under what he said. Everything he said basically was code. But what you just heard was an admission. The CEO of J.P. Morgan admitting that Biden is toast and Trump is going to win this election in a blow. I promise you. <laughs> please hear me out. <laughs> Listen, I promise you. If Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan thought that the results were going to be the reverse, if he actually listened to Rachel Maddow and Joy Reid at MSNBC and believed that Trump was going to crash and burn and Biden was going to win in a landslide, if he actually believed that, you know he would never, ever in a million years ever have uttered anything even remote like remotely like that at Davos. <laughs> He's at the WEF, the World Economic Forum, in Davos. He's saying these things. He oh, would amazing. never say that if Biden was up by ten. He'd be going, oh, good, these MAGA guys. I mean, I can't believe what they did in Iowa. How stupid they could they possibly be. What a bunch of knuckle-dragging moron insurrectionists. Oh, forget it. They're the past. They're Neanderthals. They're going to die out. The future belongs to us. You know he would never have said that. But what does he say? Oh, amazing. Just amazing. Um, all right. <laughs> I, okay. I, he's basically right as well. Everything uh, Dr. Steve said there is right. Although I feel like that is the signal from the quote unquote regime, by which I mean all of the major, all of the major kind of stakeholders, to use the language of Klaus Schwab and friends, basically making their peace with Trump. How can we work with Trump? How can we work to use the energy of Trump to our ends? Because, you know, there's a great power. You know, if, if it's really true that the vast majority of Americans, um, you know, Trump is like 10 points plus up in all of the polls at the moment. Um, I, I saw Sticks Hexenhammer put out a video just a couple of hours ago saying that, you know, Trump is the highest he's ever been in the polls. That is a lot of power. That's a lot of um, uh, eyeballs watching Trump. And so if you can get Trump, if you think like these people, if you can get Trump to, to back things you want, then automatically so many millions of people do what Trump says. I have a book somewhere by Bertrand de Juvenel um, where he talks about the formula of power, right? What is political power in a single formula? And the juvenile says something like 
it is the ability of a man to move a man. Man A can get man B to do what he wants. Well, Trump has a lot of man Bs under his command. Literally millions of Americans who listen to him. Uh, it's actually quite funny because Taylor Swift also seems to have this, uh, you know, uh, about a fifth of Americans under her command. So, you know, <laughs> by that formula, Taylor Swift also has political power. And currently, Joe Biden is trying to harness that for himself. Um, but you can you can understand what I'm saying here is that, um, you know, Turley is presenting it as JP Morgan or the CEO of JP Morgan positioning himself vis-a-vis -vis Trump. And I think that is basically true. But I also feel like what we call the regime or the different elements of the regime um, will ultimately seek to see how they can use Trump for their own ends, ultimately. Um, because if he, if Trump is actually able to unite black people, white people, Hispanics, all under this MAGA banner, then, you know, he's kind of done a pretty important function for the social cohesion of America. Uh, you know, this could be a good thing, ultimately. Anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Um, I will endeavor to make more Talking Turleys as long as people uh, enjoy them. And that'll be it for now. So long. Get out of here. What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Well, that's easily fixed.